and rules under the scrutiny of bosses and management one show breaks all the rules to deliver entertaining compelling and educated radio and stand above all the rest and this show isn't it are you ready for this it's the jojo and scotty's show after the show enjoy hey man what's happening i uh i felt like i was being ambushed as i walked out of my garage this morning i did that thing where i walked outside thinking because it's been so cold every morning like you're talking the teens right it's like 16 17 degrees so i walked out this morning and i was like oh my god it's actually kind of warm. Yeah, it was 51 this morning because I thought about starting my truck up early. I looked down at the uh, weather. It says 50. I don't have to start my truck up at 51. But the problem was my garage door opens. It gets silent. I hear something. So now it's dark, right? It's it's early. And uh, it either was uh, someone trying to kill my family and, uh, and it was about to jump me. Or it was a bunch of leaves blowing. I'm not sure. Did you draw your weapon or was it still tucked in the back of your sweatpants? Do you mean my fists? Yeah. My fists of fury? That's right. I got into the fighting stance and I was like, well, it did freak me out, man. That that like tingle up your spine. You're like, whoa, what was that? And then I'm like, ah, it was a, I think the wind was blowing. Anytime I, low, anytime I walk outside in the morning, because listen, if, if, if there's a crime, it's going to go down. It's probably around 3.30 in the morning. I think it's going to happen. I'm going to be seeing the end of it. So I look for suspicious cars. You know, I always look. I got my head on a swivel, you know, in case I got to throw down. I carry pepper spray with me in case I have to squirt somebody's eyes and just wail on them. You know, it's, it's what you do at 3.30 in the morning. Well, I, I think about, because I go out, I start my car, I leave my garage door open, and then I go back inside, make coffee, uh, go kiss the wife goodbye. Like some random person could just walk in my house. Yeah, or just... Because there's yeah. a good 10 minutes that I just kind of leave everything open. If I was a murderer and I'm coming after your family, I'm hiding in the garage. Now you walk through the garage. Yeah. I'm under the ping pong table. Yeah. You get in your car. You close the garage. Now it's just me and everybody else in the house, and I'm going buck-ass wild, man. You know it's what I'm like saying? It's like that, uh, that uh, horror movie where like a guy's under the car in the shopping uh, the, the parking lot of a shopping mall, and he like slices your Achilles. There you go, right? Right, the guy's yeah, under yeah. the ping pong table, and I'm out there. Maybe I, I grab a quick game of ping pong before yeah. work. The guy slices my... <laughs> My, my Achilles, and now I'm down. Yeah, that's, I can't help my family because no. I can't get up on my legs. That is the worst injury because, first of all, it feels like it, it looks like it really, really, really hurts. Really hurts. But then you're still conscious, so you're watching them yeah. just slaughter, slaughter your loved your ones, but you yeah. can't do anything about it. It's like a yeah. dream. And there's just ping pong balls dropping around my head. Speaking of slaughtering a family, it is Comedy Thursday, everybody. We're going to dive into that while the guys in from AC Jokes, they're always a good time. Uh, once again, we think they're going to show up, we don't have confirmation. They are like strippers like Yeah, that. they're 9 out of 10. I mean, we lost them uh, two weeks ago. No phone yeah. call or anything. It's just they just decided yeah, not they to over, the radio show. They oversleep. You know? Yeah, well, how about I just don't show up for one of your shows? How about that? Uh, we have the uh, tickets to, to a, a great Bob Seger tribute act that's coming to the Leavoy Theater. I'll hook you up with that coming up in just a little bit. And uh, first song in the morning, we've been doing the Black Crows all week, going a little deeper. Uh, this is them, 96, I believe. This is them live doing a cover of the band's The Weight. 100.7 is the Black Crows. ZXL, South Jersey's rock station, and the ZXL Morning Show. Good morning, everybody. Do it live! I can, I'll write it, and we'll do it live! F***ing thing sucks! I'm Scotty. Good morning. Here's some news for you. New Jersey on Wednesday reported another 61 confirmed COVID deaths and 2,235 confirmed cases. As Governor Phil Murphy touted how the recent surge driven by Omicron variant continues to recede sharply, while also announcing a new push to increase vaccine booster shots. The state's seven-day average for confirmed positive corona tests increased slightly, but the average is still down 21% from a week ago and 91% from a month ago. So we beat the Delta then, right? We built the, It the, looks the, like Delta's done. done. It looks like we're, we're knocking down Omicron, so... But they're what all else? under the they're all under the COVID nineteen umbrella. What are they what are they else go? What are they gonna throw at us? Yeah, it's like the Marvel universe. Wait till the October virus uh, comes up, and that's so we can't go to the polls and vote in November. Uh, the families of nine victims of the Sandy Hook Elementary School shooting announced Tuesday 
They have agreed to a $73 million settlement of a lawsuit against the maker of the rifle used to kill 20 first graders and six educators back in 2012. The case was watched closely by gun control advocates, gun rights supporters, and manufacturers because of its potential to provide a roadmap for victims of other shootings to sue firearm makers. How can you do that? Are we going to get in a world where we can sue cars now? If you've got to do it, you get behind the wheel of a car? That's this insane. Was a, this was a crazy one. And then you had people coming out saying it was all fake. And that got really weird. Oh, yeah, that they were actors and it was one yeah. kid and he was in a. they, sh- they showed him it, in a footage from another school shooting. I couldn't imagine. Don't uh, believe just, anything on the internet, everybody. No, no, nothing. You know what? Just go, go. Everyone go watch PBS. Yes, and like the memes. The memes are fun. Uh, the Wells Fargo Center will no longer require fans to show that they're vaccinated against COVID-19 or proof of a negative test to enter the arena. The center announced the update yesterday following the Philadelphia dropping the mandate rule that required customers to show proof of vaccination to dine indoors. Over the past two years, we've invested tens of millions of dollars in state-of-the-art health and safety measures at Wells Fargo Center, and those investments have been a major success, they said. The new rules will affect uh, will be in effect for tomorrow night's Flyers game against the Caps and the Sixers games against the Knicks. Uh, so what you're saying is... Oh, no, I'm ten- sorry. The uh, Sixers, because they won't be home again until March 2nd, that'll be against the Knicks. So it's a, attendance is so low now that we can't just take the vaccinated fans. we got to take the unvaccinated fans to get some people I, in the I'll seats. I'll tell you what, I don't think it's a problem for the Sixers, but I think it's a definite problem for the Flyers. Sure, yeah, yeah. The, fly, yeah, the Flyers are doing anything. They're actually like, if you have COVID, just come on in. Yeah, it's called COVID night. next yeah, Wednesday. We're going to there's there's free crab fries for anyone with COVID. <laughs> just get in the building. Uh, that's news. What about sports? Sixers, uh, Bucks. That's going to be tonight. Flyers, Caps. That's also tonight. There you go. That's news. That's sports. Brought to you by Ocean Casino Resort, Atlantic City. Visit theoceanac.com. I told you, spring is here. Sun and clouds today. High up to 55. Wind and yeah. rain tonight. Overnight low of 51. I'm going to the beach. Tomorrow for your Friday, I won't be at the beach. I'll be at Brigantine. Chance of rain and a high up to 54. It's 49 outside. No, I mean, like, I'll be in a bathing suit in the water with my... Uh, with my Alex Kittner uh, rubber rubber floaty. It's 49 outside right now, 100.7 ZXL, South Jersey's Rock Station, and the ZXL Morning Show. I don't know if my wife wanted me to care more about this. I found pictures of her and an ex, and a bunch of pictures oh. of her and an ex-boyfriend. What's going on? Now, did you find this like in a shoebox, online? Where did you find this? Here's what happens. My wife is a pack rat, so she she saves everything. I'm talking like, I don't know, electric bills from like eight years ago. So I said, listen, <laughs> we got to go through this file cabinet. I have a bin of papers. So I'm going through yep. all the papers. And she kept pictures of like her and when she was younger. She was in like a, some uh, some beauty pageant and stuff and some talent go. shows and all that. That's yeah, cool. I saw, I saw some pictures of her. I was like, oh, look at this. And she has like a few pictures, I'm going to say probably eight or nine pictures of her, and it's an ex-boyfriend. She's all kind of cuddled up on the ex-boyfriend. Now, there's nothing special about this guy. I was just shocked that she had pictures of her ex-boyfriend. So I, See, like, I, I, fall, I, I guess I get into this with my, my wife a little bit, because it's like, yeah, there were, you know, there's a past. Like, right, I didn't right, meet my right. wife until I was 34. Sure, yeah. So, I mean, like, I had 34 years of stuff that, that was done before that. Um so, yeah, yeah, I mean, I get it, you know. Um, I'm sure my wife doesn't love it, especially with social media now. You can see all that stuff. Right, You know, right. You know, it used to be like, yeah, maybe your girlfriend or your wife had some something in a shoebox from back when they were in high school. But now it's like, now it's up online, so you can just see the history of dating. And, like, your pictures, too. I mean, they, may be, they might be of you and your ex-wife, but there's a memory there. Like, with you, the ex-wife, probably the yeah. kids and everything else. You yeah, have like she a, ripped the kids away and yeah, the money out of my bank account. She's leaving. Yeah. you got the flash screen TV. It's up on a crate. You and I are watching uh, Guardians of the Guardians Galaxy, Galaxy yeah. at your house. I'm yeah. like, oh, my God. You mean all the good like, memories? Yeah, all the holes <laughs> in the wall from the nails. She, and she, took, my, she, yeah. she took my KitchenAid mixer. I was so mad about so that. So I don't say anything. I just start, I start taking some pictures, and I want to use them as a joke. So I'm like, oh. By the way, I found these downstairs. She's like, oh. She's like, oh, okay. I was like, yeah. You have pictures of your ex. She's like, oh. Does that bother you? I was like, no. She's like, are you sure? I was like, no, it doesn't bother me at all. I was like, it's it's really not a big deal. Now, if she found, if she found pictures of a, in a box of me and my exes, there would definitely be an issue there. I know that she would bring it up, say, well, why are you keeping these? Where I easily could have turned to her and say, well, why are you keeping these pictures of you and your ex-boyfriend? Like, yeah. you have pictures of you this age doing other things. And like, to be honest with you, he's not even that great of a catch. I mean, I feel like I'm better than the ex-boyfriend. That's kind of how I feel. Like, uh, 
I got to do weird, you know, I got to do stuff with kids, you know, it's weird, white vans, sell cigarettes. <laughs> yeah. uh, I got to do stuff with my kids where, like, my ex-wife is around. And luckily, my ex-wife and my 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 beautiful wife now are very friendly. Yes. They, they get along very well, and that's awesome. But, like, my wife's ex, um, he comes to parties because he's the father of my stepdaughter, and it's that weird thing where it's like, hey, you know, either we can be, like, really awkward with each other or, like, hey, man, like, yeah. you know, like, hey. It was that you dated her twenty years ago. Like uh, it, that was twenty years ago. Like, Every, I don't, I, everything's cool. Like I, I, I'm, I'm not mad at you. And I don't have pictures of an ex. And if I did, I probably would have just scrapped them. Not, not because my wife wanted me to, but I'm like, yeah, what am I going to do with this picture? It's just well, me yes. and, a, and an yeah, old girlfriend. You, like, what do I need this for? I'm pretty sure that you've thrown away pictures of your kids because that's just something that you have in your head where you don't like to keep things. But no, no, it gets too messy. <laughs> yeah, I got things like, all around. What am I going to need? Yeah, these newborn pictures. Just throw them away. Yeah. You know, I thought about that, too, because I have, I don't know, like 2,000 pictures on my phone. I'm like, do I really need pictures of my kid just rolling around after he was born? <laughs> like, I could easily clear some space in my memory here from my phone. We actually have a full, we, in our uh, in our huge office here, uh, in our compound uh, in West Atlantic City, we have a, a, a filing cabinet, and it has a sign on the filing cabinet here. Say it says, uh, JoJo, don't touch. Because I have to remind myself and it's not to throw away. you not to throw away. yeah. yeah. So it's it's uh, it's there. We actually made it a plaque at that uh, things remembered in the mall. Here's what the folder says right here. I have it in front of me. Uh, folder for stuff so JoJo doesn't delete it and Scotty get mad and make fun of his OCD. I'm reading it right out of the computer there. That's my idea. Uh, look, we get back. We'll uh, we'll do some rock news. JoJo and Scotty. Here's some rock news for you. I love it. Rod Stewart going back out on tour. He'll be uh, joined by Cheap Trick. Uh, they uh, previously announced the North American tour back in June. Uh, the road trip, which was originally scheduled for the summer of 2020, was postponed because of coronavirus. He's got to be 90. Late 70s, maybe yeah. tipping 80. I want to say he's a little bit younger than the Beatles. He came he was like four or five years after the Beatles. So I want to say 75. Uh, Does, dude, do you think I'm sexy? Still have the same meaning if you're a 76 year old man? I'll tell you. Look, I saw him. <laughs> I, I I've seen Rod. I think three times in the last five years, and uh, so this is all. He's probably over 70. Dude kills it. I know. The I know, dude know. goes out there and kills it. I tell. I, I told you what he does. He comes out and he's honest, man. He goes, "I'm giving you 90 minutes." But I'm giving you 90 minutes without a break and all hits. That's it. And then I'm done. Everybody's and he, going and home. dude, he plays every hit he has. And he has a ton of hits. I love Rod. Um, I love the faces. I love everything Rod does. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. I. Do you mean do I dance when If You Think I'm Sexy comes on? Yeah, I do. Uh, well, listen, I went and saw Smokey Robinson, and that guy still has it. And that guy's definitely yeah. in his 80s. I would have lost my wife to him. Uh, so uh, Rod uh, has expressed uh, excitement for the tour, saying, I really want to come out because we've had a bad time lately. It's really going to be fun. I'll see you there. Uh, he uh, will bookend his North American tour with two legs of his Rod Stewart, the Hits Las Vegas residency at the Coliseum at Caesars. Yeah, my uh, my aunts, aunt and uncle, are like hardcore. Like they've seen every Rod Stewart show for the last thirty years. You're a band, and you're afraid to come out because of COVID. And you got Rod, Rod Stewart. Stewart out there. Yeah. Oh my God, do you not look like a big P word, dude? Go. You want to? You want a fun time? You want? I took my mom the last time, and my mom had a blast. Well, maybe next time you take me, I'll be your plus one, dude. You you would? Love, I'd have a blast. You sure would, would love yeah. it. Rod Stewart is a fun time. And Cheap Trick's awesome, too. Do a uh, crocodile love. I believe, and I, I should have it in front of me, but the rock department was late this morning. Uh, I think they are doing an AC show. Okay, good. Uh, bon Jovi. They've opened up audition slots for their upcoming tour. The group is encouraging local bands to submit an audition video of original music for the chance to open up for the chart toppers. One winner will be selected for each tour date in April. Uh, so, uh, yeah, Bon Jovi. Looking to, uh, to get somebody who uh, won't <laughs> won't one up them. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Hey, do you want to be a band where no one's going to pay attention and everyone's going to be looking for their seat or getting a beer? Well, come open up for Bon Jovi. Uh, bon Jovi's last tour took place in 2019 in support of the 2016 album This House Is Not For Sale. Uh, and once again, I believe there is a local Bon Jovi show where you can see a, a crappy local band. That's what I want. I want to pay $100 a ticket no, so I, know. I can see I know. a local band. 
So I can see a band that I could have saw at the Cherrywood in Blackwood. Uh, the Rolling Stones, Keith Richards, will reunite with his solo backing band, The Expensive Winos, at the annual charity concert, Love Rocks. It's going to be March 10th in New York City at Beacon Theater. The event will also feature Mavis Staple uh, from the Staple Singers, uh, Warren Haynes, Melissa Etheridge, uh, Jimmy Vivino, uh, and Steely Dan guitarist Connor Kennedy, along with some celebrities, Kiefer Sutherland, Mario Cantone, Gina Gershon, Steve Sharippa, uh, and uh, Love Rocks is presented by the Stephen and Alexandra Cohen Foundation. It'll benefit God's Love We Deliver, the organization founded amid the AIDS crisis in the 80s. Uh, it cooks and home delivers food to people who are ill. Uh, so, From AIDS? Uh, I think it started with AIDS, but now I think it's anybody no, who's yeah. ill. Uh, that ex- would be a money grab if it was still about AIDS. It's still about AIDS, yeah. yeah. Uh, the expensive We're winos. really going to find a cure for that AIDS. We're, uh, <laughs> the expensive winos were a weird time. It was when Mick and Keith hated each other. And uh, they each thought they could go out and do their own thing and be more famous than the Stones. And each one failed wow. miserably. Yeah, sure. Now, it's Keith had the cooler band, but they still had no real success. Right, yeah. You're part of the Rolling Mick Stones. Mick thought man. he was going to go out and be you know, the next big top 40 star. Uh, so the expensive winos were formed during the sessions for uh, Richard's debut solo, 1988's Talk is Cheap. Like, do you remember when Mick and David Bowie did that uh, duet, Dancing in the I Streets? I do, yes. Yeah, that was around yeah. that time where, yeah. like, Mick thought he was going to go out and Mick thought he was going to be Justin Bieber. Hit the radio waves, yeah. It, and it just never happened. And what what happens? You get back together and you're the biggest rock band in the world. Yeah, either that you're doing shows with Busta, with a young MC. Yeah, <laughs> you know? it was. And that's, and no. He tried that. Like, he tried to bring in young hip-hop stars. Yeah. And like, he tried to be relevant. And he's, it was like 45. It was 1986. Well, it's nice he had something solid to fall back on. It's like Mick Jagger and the Beastie Boys. <laughs> well, there you go. Some rock news for you. 100.7 ZXL, South Jersey's rock station. ZXL Morning Show on a Comedy Thursday. I got a buddy. God bless him. You know, I'm not a religious person, but God bless him. I told you a couple weeks ago that he had his uh, leg cut off. He had some issues with uh, some uh, some knee replacements and infections. And he just said to the doc, and is, is a tougher man than me. I give him a lot of credit. He just went to the doctor. He said, cut it off. That's it. Just take it. At that point, you just deal with it. You just know, take you get, it. You get the he fake goes, leg. You get the fake sneaker. It was. He's, like, he's like, the leg right now is, is worse. Uh, it would be much better just to have a uh, prosthetic. Right. Right, and then he could be he could run in the Special Olympics. It's infections, it's swelling up. Is yeah. he going to run in the Special Olympics? I hope think? he does. I hope he gets one of those blade ones. And uh, it almost seems like cheating, though, doesn't it? Because it's not actually your muscle. Yeah, I, you I get guess those titanium that, ones. Yeah. You know, I I hope he gets like a peg leg, like a pirate, and uh, and gets a parrot. And so uh, last week, I believe, maybe it was two weeks ago, he got the operation. Right, and uh, I text him, and I hadn't, I hadn't heard from him, so I was getting a little worried. And yesterday, he hit me up. This is a new knee operation? This, no, the leg's gone. No, I mean, what was the operation for initially? They cut the leg off. Oh, the, oh, it oh. was knee op- So he, he got a bunch of knee uh, replacements. That's okay. They, got, kept, they kept getting infected. Mm. And it's just a whole process. And he said, look, just cut it. Cut it off. So he gets the, they, 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 they chop it off right a couple weeks ago. I don't hear from him until yesterday. And I'm like, hey, man, like, you all right? Like, you know, I texted you right after the operation, didn't hear anything. He's like, yeah, I'm at the bar. I'm like, you're a better man than me. You're just drinking it away. Like you had a, a week yeah. ago, you just had you know half your leg cut off. He's like, yeah, I played darts the other night. There you go. I go, wow, how'd you do that? <laughs> that's a that's a nice balancing act because he doesn't have the prosthetic yet. The prosthetic doesn't come till April. Oh, chill. Well, that sucks, man. So you don't get out, you don't get done the operation, and they don't hand you the leg and get the leg wow. ready for you to go. I you asked him if I could three months. It's just one leg hopping around. I asked him if I could get the fake leg. <laughs> I'd hang it up on my wall. This, but. You know why this sucks is because he went in to get a knee operation. Think, and my buddy just yeah. got his knee done. My buddy, he's so excited. He's like, "Oh man, I'm finally. I've been standing working at a deli for all my life. I'm a heavy guy. I'm finally going to be able to do all the things I wanted to do. I'm getting a brand new knee." And then you brought up the infection thing. And a buddy of mine yesterday said, "Hey, did you hear about it?" I was like, "Well, he's like, it got infected. He yeah. might have to take it off." And in my mind, I'm thinking. Boy, you go and oh, think it's, you're it's gonna... awful. So we knew a guy. Well, I mean, I know a couple people. When they take, it gets infected and it gets infected real bad. Yeah. They take what happens is you're stuck in bed. They take your knee out 
and they fill it with cement Jesus, to hold it in place. God, yeah. And you get pumped full of IVs and antibiotics, and they try and kill the infection, and then they, they put the fake knee back in. Yeah, it's a whole process. Now, once again, this guy, it was years of this. Like, he had, I think, two or three knee operations. Right. Yes, it wasn't yeah. like he it's got one taken. knee operation and it was like, I don't like it, cut it off. Right. It, it went through years of misery over this. But I just love that he got, he got his leg chopped off uh, a week ago, and now he's back at the bar just hanging out. Yeah, well. And that's, that's a great bar story. Because now you got a guy with one leg. It's like, hey, how did the one leg happen? Well, I've got a buddy man who has it off, and he really plays it up. Like he'll he'll put it on the bar. I mean, he will. I mean, he'll hand it to me when he drives and stuff. So hey, you guys should embrace the fact you don't have a leg. That's what I was trying to remember: which leg it was for him if he could drive. Because if it's your left leg, he's good. But his right leg, it could really cause an issue. Yeah, you got to learn all over again. Do that. Yeah. I can. I mean, I guess you could, but you'd have to cross. That'd be, that'd be tough to and drive then, with your left leg. And then how do you power brake where you hold the brake and you hit the gas and you smoke <laughs> them up? You know? How are you going to smoke? Are you going to push it down with your hand? I mean, well, I mean, I guess you could drive with your belly on the seat, and that way your your left leg would be your right <laughs> at that point, and you could just turn your head backwards. It sucks he has four months of no leg. Uh, like, I mean, yeah, he's going to have a couple months of before. I guess they got to make the prosthetic, and then he's got to get it all sized up and put on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But and that's and I didn't know this, but they're like super expensive, and I guess they should be because it's a part of your, it's a new part of your body. Are we shocked that the body that it's infected because the body's like I don't know? There's a foreign substance where it used to be a piece of bone. Uh, or it's uh, hey, you guys at a bar drinking. That maybe, could be it too. Maybe, maybe maybe he's not taking the vitamins that he <laughs> <laughs> he needs to make that infection go away. Uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, I, I wish him all the best. He's gonna be going to a different type of rehab. He's a trooper, man. He's you know he's been through some stuff. At that point, you just embrace it. You're, hey, once listen. again, you got to you got to you got to make it a, a cool. Your guy at a bar with a cool story. Yeah, yeah. And what makes things better when you're sad? Alcohol. He's right. All right. Here's what we do. Me and you pitch in. We start a GoFundMe. Yeah. We get his leg, but it's the leg from a Christmas story. <laughs> and that's his new prosthetic. Uh, I got a pair of tickets to go see Hollywood Nights. My buddy does it right. He's got a matching sneaker for the fake one <laughs> and the other one. I mean, you can hardly, you really can hardly tell nowadays unless you, you know, pull it out. And... Uh, Hollywood Nights. Bob Seger tribute, June 26th, the Leboy Theater. If you want them. 609-677-107. Tickets are yours. 609-677-107. I want a fake leg that looks like a gun. <laughs> like a machine gun. Oh, that was a Quentin Tarantino movie. Was it? Yeah, where a girl, uh, uh, the hot chick from Scream who got killed by the garage door. She had she cut, got her leg cut off and then put a machine gun on yeah, it. See, that's cool. And could that's shoot legit. people yeah, with her leg. That's legit. Hollywood Nights, Bob Seger Tribute, uh, February 26th, Leboy Theater. If you want tickets, 609 677 107 609 677 107. We get back, we'll knock out some headlines. 100.7 ZXL South Jersey's Rock Station Comedy Thursday. And our ZXL Workforce Employee of the Day. Good morning. Hello, this is uh, Leo Carluzzo. I'm calling about them tickets. What's your name? Leo Carluzzo. Leto. Leo Carluzzo. Leo. Hey, Leo. man. Good morning. Leo. Lorenzo Carluzzo. I got right. you. Good Italian boy. What pizza shop do you work at, Leo? Board of Education, okay. family thing. Ah, Board of Education. All right. Hey, now, how tough in, are things for you right now? In what town? In Millville, New Jersey. Yeah. Board of Education in Millville. Yeah, I mean, I guess you know. Uh, I guess you guys are happy that the uh, the masks are coming off, right? Yes. Yeah, I, I got to say, it's got to be tough to be a teacher with a mask all day, and then you're trying to, to, to convey stuff to the kids, but you got a mask on. The kids now you're yelling at the kids because they have masks on. They keep taking them off. It's got to be tough. Sure is. Yeah. Well, uh, Leo, uh, who doesn't work at a pizza parlor, but is very Italian. Uh, I'll tell you what, I love uh, the guy that's playing, man. What guy that's playing? All right. Well, we're, you're we're, going to we're see. losing you, Leo. Hold you're, on. you're going to see the Bob Seger tribute show. Uh, hopefully, you love Bob, Bob Seger. This is Bob. Okay. All right. The Lee Boy Theater. Bob Seger is what he's gotcha. saying. Who doesn't love Bob Working Seger? Working on a night move, brother. That's it. The night moves. That's a good night song moves. right gotcha. there. Yeah. Hollywood Nights, the Bob Seger tribute show at the Lee Boy Theater. Right. Uh, you can go to leeboy.net for more info. Feels like we're on a delay Zoom yeah, call. It's fine. It's Milbo. Yeah, we love you, Leo. Uh, Leo, right, stay on hold. Give me a break. You, yeah, stay on hold. All right, Leo? All right. Thank you. Yeah, I was actually in Millville yesterday. Beautiful downtown Millville. Had to drive through. 
A lot of woods. Yeah, yeah. I actually, I guess I was impressed. I saw one Did you girl, see Mike Trout? Did not see Mike Trout, but I know why he moved to L.A. Because Millville doesn't seem like a place that Mike Trout, with all of his success in mud. Is Mike Trout still playing baseball? Yeah, man. Is he, was yeah, he hurt he or something? Was like, I, don't, I don't hear much about him anymore. No, I think he was in the Is MVP he? running. Yeah, I could see why he moved out of Millville. I think it's nicer probably in L.A. where he lives. He comes back a lot, man. And his parents, still they have a nice pad out there. I guess what I took out of Millville is I did see, I want to say, a seven and a half meth head chick. Yes, okay, today, so is, Millville meth head on a scale of one to ten, ten being the best, one being the worst. You would give her a seven and a half. Seven and a half, yeah. You could tell okay. she's all kind of cracked out. Didn't know where she was. It looks like still a solid body. I don't know if yes, yeah, solid body okay. and this thing where she forgot to button the top of her shirt. So Open sores. I didn't see any sores, but a little okay, cleave at the top. Okay, I, I wanted like to. I wanted to pull over and tell her, listen, I don't know who this this riffraff is you're walking with, but I yeah. think you could do better. Hop in than the truck. Yeah. You could do, honey. I, I didn't say hop in the truck. Yeah, you should. I said, I want to go. Listen, hop you in the bed. You need a ride, bed. honey? Hop in the bed of my uh, my Ford <laughs> F-150 and let me take you downtown and uh, you know show you the, the better parts of life. Millville is one of those places where you could drive by an $800,000 home and then 200 yards later, it's a trailer park. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly what it's, it is. It's very, it's a, it's a lot of space. Uh, there is a lot of money. There's a lot of not a lot of money. Yeah, <laughs> and that's yeah. and that's Millville. That's you just shake it all up like a snow globe, and you have Millville. Yeah, and then that bleeds over to Vine. Yeah, I don't know where she was staggering and boy, to. And then don't talk about Bridgeton. Oof, Bridgeton is a rough town. Is it worse than Millville? Oof, Bridgeton. Really? Bridgeton's one of the worst towns in New Jersey. Oh my goodness. Wow. Yeah, I used to have yeah. to deliver ice to it back in the day, but it's one of those forgotten towns because I think it's in Salem County. Yeah. It's like out there, man. Well, I don't know what she was staggering to, uh, kind of in between the crosswalk lines. But hopefully she got there safely yesterday, and that was my experience in Millville. Then I drove she as was fast the mayor. as I could. I, <laughs> I drove as fast as I could out of we Millville. We love Millville. We're no, kidding, I do. By I, the listen, way. I, I, there was really nice parts of Millville. And I, I know you guys I didn't got see that, them uh, yesterday. That I, food truck that everyone likes, whatever, that sandwich shop that everyone talks about. I didn't see about. that part, yeah. I didn't yeah. see the nice parts of Millville. I was only there for a short period of time. I just went into the – they, they got that racetrack out there. I went by the racetrack. I spent track. a lot of time yeah. out there at yeah, that racetrack. Michael Jordan used to go out of that racetrack and race uh, motorcycles. He did? Yeah. Wow. Hey, we uh, we get back. We'll uh, we'll knock out some trash. Oh, I love trash. Anything dirty or dingy or dusty. Anything ragged or rotten or rusty. Yes, I love trash. Who knew this Bob Saget death would would, would, would be, cause so much uproar? Uh, it when like, did your eye sockets out of your skull become no foul play? If you really read into this, uh, there's an autopsy report, and it's pretty shocking that this isn't a guy who just hit his head on a headboard. There's some real shenanigans happening here. Uh, and the family isn't playing ball. So the family got okayed by a judge to temporarily block releases of more Bob Saget death photos and autopsy information. A Florida judge approved the temporary injunction blocking the public release of some of these records. But yeah, man, like it came out first. You thought it was a heart attack stroke and you're like, okay, man, guy's 65. It happened. Then it's like, oh, you know, he may have been did that thing, man, where he put his head back and like whacked him, you know, whacked his head on a headboard and that's it. But now you're hearing, dude, they're saying that the hit on his head is either a baseball bat to the back of the head or a drop from, like, 20 feet. Yeah, it opened the skull up from the back of the skull all the <laughs> way to the front. <laughs> I don't think there's anything in that room that would open a skull up like that. That's Like, you would have to take a running start and do, like, a off a trampoline and into they, the headboard to they, make this happen. They got to know. So, I mean, listen, you're going to have one of those cards to get into the room or you're going to see a camera. So, I don't know. Something's up, man. And for the, I guess the family doesn't want to release because it could be horrific that he got murdered. And it, it, it sounds like a better story well, if you're and, Bob and, Saget and, and, and you, you just want, fell, hit your head, and went to sleep. And do you want death photos of no, Bob Saget man. out there? Because no, that's I, what's going to happen. TMZ is going to pick him up. They're going to put him out there. That's what happened to Chris Cornell. TMZ, the next day had all the pictures of the of the scene like where you know his blood on the floor yeah. the, the noose hanging on the I'm doorknob I'm still sitting on Kobe Bryant polaroids uh no you're not no, well not. no that but that caused a big thing yeah, you remember yeah, the that cops were taking the pictures. cops were taking pictures and then Selfies sharing and them with, else, yeah. with with other people and so Kobe Bryant's widow ended up having to go sue the police department that gets all kinds of messy uh Aaron Rodgers is now single 
Uh, he broke up with Shailene Woodley. Every time I want to stick up for the guy and say, no, he's not gay. He ends up breaking up with another hot girlfriend. Yeah, I'm like, well, that maybe rumor, he's gay. You haven't heard that rumor in a while, but that was a big one I a couple years ago. I hear from you. I hear from you Aaron all Rogers, the time. Aaron Rodgers is gay. Um, and all these hot women that, because he's been through some really hot women. Yeah, he's had some fun. Olivia man. Munn. Uh, he broke up with Olivia Munn too. I think hook up with Shailene Woodley. Shailene Woodley's, she's an actress who I sometimes think is hot, and then I'm sometimes like, eh, nah, she's not. Danica Patrick was one. Danica Patrick. That's who it was. Yeah. He broke up with Olivia Munn to hook up with Danica Patrick, and then got with Shailene Woodley. Yeah, man, he's. You know, once again, he has a lot of pretty women that he doesn't have sex with because he has sex with guys. See? See? Uh, You just did it again. (laughs) Uh, Larry David, who I'm I'm very happy because Larry David has come back into my house. Uh, my wife is 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 got into a Kirby enthusiasm, so Good show. she was never yeah. a big fan. She was wasn't a big Seinfeld fan. Didn't really know anything about Kirby enthusiasm, and I got her kind of hooked on Kirby. And Larry is awesome. Uh, he'll be the focus of an upcoming documentary that charts his career from stand up to Seinfeld to Kirby your enthusiasm. The Larry David story premieres March first on HBO. Uh, it's called American Jew Boy, which documents David's humble beginnings as an unfunny Brooklyn kid. Uh, John Cena will star in Coyote vs. Acme, a live-action CG animation hybrid film about Coyote taking Acme to court over defective products and the down-on-his-luck human attorney who takes the case. I you, love this. You, it's, yeah. This is great. So it's it's Coyote from, you know, the Roadrunner cartoon. Yeah, every time the dynamite wouldn't explode. He's now taking them to court because <laughs> he's tired of not being able to catch the Roadrunner. That's John Cena, you said? Yeah, John Cena. I think John, John will probably play the attorney, I'm guessing. Dude. <laughs> I, I mean, you know, my, my little guy loved John Cena as a wrestler when he was a kid. And John has come out. Like, The Rock does action movies. And that's what he does. He's an action guy. But John Cena's funny. He has a lot of fun. Dude, I'm watching the show Peacemaker on HBO Max. It's awesome. Yeah, he doesn't He care. goes out on a limb, and the fact that this is John Cena, you can't see me, every kid loved him growing up. He is, I mean, doing, you know, uh, dong jokes, you know, he's showing his ass. I don't even think it's just a money grab. I think the guy just, just likes has, it. Has fun. Yeah. Dude, if you're not watching Peacemaker, you're missing out. If you love... Uh, those the Marvel movies, especially Guardians of the Galaxy, Deadpool type of movies. Go watch Peacemaker. It is fantastic. Uh, Hulu is bringing back Futurama, and we talked about this last week, but it looks like most of the cast is going to be coming back. Uh, Linda Evangelista. Now, she was hot back in the day. There was that group of 90s models, right? Cindy Crawford, Naomi Campbell, Christy Turling. Elle McPherson. Elle McPherson. had the picture. Elle, yeah. Elle was a little earlier. Elle was that uh, Christy Brinkley crew where it was like Elle, Christy. Um, and then the 90s came, and it was that heroin chic. Oh. Like, it was like it was MTV. They were shaking on heroin. Cindy Crawford had the it used to host MTV's House of Style. Yeah, I and remember her. So yeah, Linda Evangelista was one of the ones that like you know they, they were all in George Michael videos. She is done hiding her body, so she apparently uh, we talked about this last year. She underwent a cosmetic procedure. It's that thing where they freeze your fat. Yeah. But I guess it didn't work, and it disfigured her body, so the fat's all disproportioned. Oh, my God. So she said she's been hiding for years, and now has had enough, and now she said, I, I can't live like this anymore in hiding and shame, so I'm just going to go out and do what I got to do. Yeah, see, I'm going to keep hiding my body. That's why I wear a sweatshirt. You know, or is it she just got old? Yeah, it's but okay dude, to get old, but not anymore. I'll tell you what. I, I, Cindy Crawford still looks amazing, and man. her kid looks just like her, and yeah. she's a model. Wow. Yeah, like I, I, they all. Christy Tarlington, I saw her not that long ago. She looks pretty good. Um, I think the only one that was like the real heroin addict, uh, Kate Moss. I think she's the only one that doesn't look so good anymore because I think she really took the heroin chic thing to another level. How's Christy Brinkley look so good? Se- but yeah, Billy, Billy Joel looks awful. Yeah, yeah, that's where talent gets you a lot. <laughs> a hot chick. Uh, and we had him on the show, and I love him. And uh, Paul Reiser is replacing Michael McKeon in the Hulu series Reboot uh, about what happens when Hulu reboots a sitcom 20 years after it was canceled. Modern Family creator Steve Levitan is producing. Paul Reiser, home run, slam dunk. Uh, If you get a chance, go watch The Kaminsky Method on Netflix. There you go. 
some trash for you. 100.7 ZXL South Jersey's Rock Station ZXL Morning Show. I'll tell you, I don't know if it's she doesn't trust me. A lot of it is she doesn't trust me. But it gets so awkward, and I don't know if you had to deal with this, but I do a lot of the shopping, man, because my wife, she works a job where she works a lot more hours than me because me and you have this weird schedule. My wife doesn't trust me shopping. Okay, so my wife for years didn't trust me either shopping. But now it's we've learned that it's convenient just for her to give me a list of things, and I'll do the shopping. But then she, for, like, certain things, she'll be like, when you get there, just FaceTime me. That's the healthy food, right? Uh, it's the healthy food. It's the meats. It's the seafood. Stuff that I really don't know because I'd buy the Encore family size meals. Yeah, well, that's no good. Um, so the, the, the veal parm Encore is great, though. <laughs> so, Honey, but, it's but Italian night. Here's the problem is it's like it's a very awkward situation because uh, other people are shopping, and now you're blocking them so you can film what's around. And it's yeah. never on the first try. It's always like, well, send it to me again, or go over here. Or, so, and it's not her fault. She just wants the stuff she wants, and I'm the, the idiot who has to go get yeah, it. And you're in front of the shelves with somebody else. You're not yeah. paying attention to what's going on around you, and, and you're I'm trying, trying to, to make whisper, a decision. Like, yeah, I, you know, you know and she's like, she's like, can you just read every label? I'm like, no, <laughs> what's no. There's, it? there's people. There's just people here. Like, what do you just? Where do you? What, what do you want? Do you know when I do this? I do this to prove to my wife because my wife and she'll say, oh no, it was there. You didn't see it. I'm like, no, no, no. It wasn't there. So I'll FaceTime her and I'll face and I'll scan by the shelf. I'll say, This yeah. is where you think that it is. It's not there. Yeah, I it it gets so awkward and I'm like, you know, and people are walking around me and I'm I, like I said, I'm trying to whisper, you know, and, and I'm she's trying to be like she's like, Well, it normally is over here and I'm like and then there's some stuff like where she likes the certain mashed potatoes and they're in a, a spot in the store where there shouldn't be mashed they don't potatoes. Belong, yeah. And it's like, and I'm like, how would I ever know that that, that that they were there? How about we put them by the actual potatoes? Yeah, can we just have all the potatoes? To me, if all I want the potatoes, potatoes should be where the potatoes are. It's either going to be mashed or it's going to be a regular potato. And then she does the vegan stuff and the non-dairy stuff, yeah. and that's a whole another thing. Yeah. Do you know the non-dairy pizzas aren't with the regular pizzas? I didn't know that. Yes, yeah, the whole non-dairy section. pizzas are with the vegetables. It's a whole section of girls doing yoga <laughs> in the middle of the aisle. Yeah. I'm like, why? And then okay. The non-dairy cheese yeah. is with the produce. Listen, you're telling me a bunch of new things that I need to know because I'm all on board. And, like, I never yeah. knew this, and I only know it because I'm on the phone with her. And I, it's so funny. You know, she's at work getting real work stuff done. And now here, I'm wandering, wandering around a supermarket. I'm calling her every 10 seconds. Yeah. Being like, where? you have? Okay, you have this thing. Where is it? Like, yeah. where do I find this? Yeah, she's telling you where the macaroni is. Meanwhile, the other guy's ready to write a $25,000 check. Almost, it's almost like I'm playing Family Double Dare <laughs> <laughs> at a supermarket. I'm doing supermarket sweep on the phone with my wife. She's telling me where to go and what aisle to go to. Yeah, I can't, I can't it's do, embarrassing, food. I, I don't do food shopping. The, it's mainly older women. They, they know what I'm doing. They know that I'm... I'm on the phone with yeah. my wife because I have no clue. Yeah, what incapable I'm doing. of grocery shopping. Oh, and then she'll drop on me too. She's like, "Oh, get one more thing," and I dread it. Can you go to the deli and go get, uh, you know, half pound of roast oh, beef? Yeah, and, yeah, you got to pull the dude, number tab, oh, yeah. and it's always a long <laughs> way. I always get behind an old lady or an old guy, and apparently, old people love cold cuts yeah, and yeah. lunch meat. This guy, one, this guy ordered one day. It was one of the, he ordered so much stuff that I, I. You heard me behind him go, oh. Yeah, with the party tray. Because he would do the thing, right? He would go, can I get a half pound of Swiss? The guy would cut it. You know, do the thing here. Is this is this thin enough for you, sir? Yeah. And you think, okay, that's it. And then he would go, oh, and one more thing. Yeah, it's a lot of salt, oh, dude. Oh, and one more thing. Dude, it got to the, like, fifth, oh, and one more thing. You could hear me go, oh, dude. Yeah, you're that guy. Dude. Yeah. Like, yeah, come on, man. Dude, come on, yeah. man. Yeah, like, just give them an all-in-one order so they can have a couple people work on it for you. My mom walked out of the Amish market. She was supposed to get turkey, and there were so I've many different it. selections of turkey. She's like, I don't know what you people eat. Is it low salt, low yeah, yeah, sodium? Yeah, yeah. Is it smoked? Is it honey roasted? I was like, I don't know, Ma. Just grab turkey. Yeah, I, yeah. Well, that's the thing. For me, it's just grab cheese. My wife has, like... It's got to be this cheese from this place, yeah, and have this. I know. I know and what I'm you're like, saying, man. Uh, you know, and I'm like, I, I don't know, yeah. I, I don't know what any of that yeah, is. My to me, wife it's just is good. like you. I walk up to a guy and go, "Hey, man, like I want to make a, a sandwich. Just can you put cheese on it? That's it." My and but that's not how my wife. And works. God forbid, I come home with something that's farm raised and not wild caught. Oh, my wife oh, took no. a, She took a package of farm raised shrimp. She put it in a pillowcase, beat the s out of me, and sent it back. 
Well, here's the thing that I like cherry tomatoes. I can never find cherry tomatoes. Never. I've been on like for for months. She's been telling me to buy cherry tomatoes. Yeah. I come home with the wrong tomatoes. Yeah, no, they're, they're with the carrots. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I can't <laughs> find it. And remember the one time I asked an old lady, I said, "Can you help me?" And she <laughs> she ran away from me like I was gonna beat her over the head. I go to the grocery store. I spend eighty dollars. I come home with things we need. My wife goes three hundred dollars with so yeah, much. I, I have a bowl of produce on my countertop. I I kid you not, dude. It's gotta be. It looks like a fire pit. Well, it's funny because my wife will do that when she does do the shopping. She doesn't get the essentials, and she gets the food that she likes. She's not a toilet paper, paper towel but, gal. And I think it's a thing because her mom doesn't like this either. They don't like to be seen with, like, toilet paper in their cart. Yeah, because you're looking at She's going to wipe her. This beautiful girl is going to wipe her ass with that toilet <laughs> yeah. paper. So yeah. it's like, so yeah. that's my job. So I yeah. have to do the, you know, the, the day-to-day paper towels, toilet papers, uh, soaps, dishwasher detergent. I, I, yeah, my wife, she like the morning after pill. I don't want to be caught with any of this <laughs> yeah. stuff. You know? Well, dude, I've gotten the call for tampons before. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, now here's no. now now yeah. you want to talk about yeah. confused? Yeah, I'm yeah. St- I'm standing in front of an aisle and there's scented, unscented, uh, zebra print. I, I hide that between I hide that between the fruit roll ups and the Fruit Loop cereal. <laughs> Look, we get back. We'll do a thing called "You Think You Have a Pet." think you've got it bad i uh, i don't think we have it bad a florida high school star uh he's a basketball player has been declared the tallest teenager in the world after he was measured at seven feet 5.33 inches what grade 15 so what's that sophomore you got to put this kid right in high school man or you got right in the high right school basketball the team yeah man uh, so he's from Canada, but he now attends an academy in Florida. He's- oh, it's that awkward kid who has no yeah. skills at all in basketball, but the coach is like, you just need to stay in just here stand there. and wave your arms around. We had one of those in high school. <laughs> kid would just, just stand there. You're tall. Just stand in the middle. That's all you need to do. Yeah, I like the fat kid in high school where the coach is like, you got to play offensive line. And, you- <laughs> and the kid is scared to death to get hit. Uh, he's pretty sure. His towering height runs in the family. My mom's 6'2". My dad is 6'8". The kid told the news station. When I was 10, 11, 12, I started growing really fast. Every week I was getting uh, measured. I was taller than every kid in my school. Uh, The coach said the teenager's basketball skills are about more than just his height. The biggest thing when you meet him, you're connected. He has a lot of skills. He can move. Uh, He does. uh, He's like a motor when he's playing basketball. Those are the things uh, we're concerned about when you meet a 7'5 kid is what we just said. Is that it sucks if you meet a seven foot five kid and they can't play? Yeah, this kid doesn't know any of the plays. No, Jimmy, just go hit the ball. That's all you got to do. Hit the ball away, dude. I I wish I was tall. Like my father in law is like six five six six. Uh, my wife's cousin, her husband is like six seven. Yeah, like what's it look like up there, dude? Well, okay, so I asked him. Like he can see the top of shelves at like right. stores and, see, is, how, yeah. and see how like dirty they are. Does <laughs> he see just a dirty world that we try and hide? But it's like I, you know, I go out and I hang with him, and I'm like, I feel uh, I'm, I I barely touch six feet. Like hairs on my head touch six feet, right? So for me, it sucks, man. It's like you know, here's all these Amazonian men, and here's little old me. I got a buddy, man. He's a short guy, and like his his two buddies are like these towers, and they'll go yeah. out, you know, they go out to party in Avalon and stuff. He's at the bar, and there he is, just in just a, he's a, a little guy. guy. Yeah. He's a little guy. There is that that short man syndrome is a real thing. Yeah, my kid's gonna have it. Uh, the Tuscaloosa, Alabama Police Department had an exciting Valentine's Day. Uh, it started early morning when they got a phone call from an employee at the federal courthouse. The worker reported a pair of suspicious packages on the building's front steps. Several officers were immediately sent to the scene. Within a few minutes, the cops had blocked off the streets uh, to pede- pedestrians and vehicles and approached the two identified items. Uh, it wasn't what they feared, though. The investigation revealed the boxes contained was a delivery order from Taco Bell. It, my son gets these. They come in cardboard boxes. They're called craving boxes. Is that the 10-pack? It's not the 10-pack. Yeah. It has like, um, it's almost like a value meal, but it comes in like a cardboard box. Yeah. Right? And it has like a handle on it so you can hold it. It's like an adult Happy Meal. Yeah. And it usually comes with one of those big blue drinks, whatever that, that blue drink God, is that talking yeah. about. 
Sounds fantastic. And so uh, that's what it was. So it was a box of Taco Bell sitting on the steps. It was a customized order to include an assortment of regular and Doritos Locos Tacos, along with four beefy five-layer burritos. The roads were reopened 20 minutes after they realized it was Taco Bell. And we will wrap it up with this. An Arizona man named Christopher Thomas has been charged for stealing a dinosaur, a dinosaur claw worth $25,000 from one vendor at a gem and mineral show in Tucson on January 30th, then trying to sell it to another vendor on February 8th for a much lower price. It'd be great if he was in the same building. <laughs> I, it, I think he kind of was. I know what he's talking about. It's like those train shows that I go to. Yeah, yeah there's vendors I think the, with tables out. The gem and mineral show circuit is pretty small, so I think they all tour kind of together. And how do we know this is an authentic dinosaur claw? Come Come on now. You know it's real. Uh, the second vendor uh, re- uh, recognized the fossil and contacted its original owner, who reported it stolen two days earlier. Hey, Frank, call Jerry. Uh, together, they set up a sting operation telling the suspect to bring the cloths for a buyer, who is actually uh, the original owner, to check it out. Uh, this is how they got OJ with the uh with the with the the stuff oh, I, was, I wanted you to say dinosaur claw they, they got oj was trying to steal back all his stuff and they set him up in a sting i heard he killed his wife with a dinosaur claw oj got acquitted oj did not kill his wife oj's oldest son killed his wife nicole nothing takes a head off like a dinosaur because claw. i'll tell you what he was obsessed with yeah. nicole and there's a time that he was supposed to be at work and he wasn't he was very good with knives and oj took the fall for him yeah 100 that's what happened you might be Slam dunk. something yeah all right yeah and if you go follow oj on twitter because it's a fantastic also, follow there's also contractors and stuff working in the house too when he when he talked about that the day of all right there's, uh, there's a lot going yeah, on a there. lot going all right on. OJ was just follow oj on twitter yeah. all right hello twitter world uh i the the guy i guess tried to apologize about stealing it and uh eventually police uh arrested the guy for trafficking Dinosaur property. When you're a cop, you got to write that in your little pad. Yeah. You're like, hey, trafficking dinosaur. dinosaur How do you spell dinosaur? <laughs> That's a good question. I've, if you put a gun to my head, I don't think I can spell dinosaur. I think it's S A U R. I don't know. My kid would spell it D I N O S O R. It's D E E N O S O O R. There you go. Those people, they have a bad. You, not so much. We joke about this all the time, but while riding something, if you can get a Dewey by being intoxicated, I think lawnmowers have come up a few yes, times, right? A hundred percent. There was a country star who got pulled over on a riding lawnmower and ended up getting a DUI. That's a pretty cool thing. Yeah. Not George Strait. Um, George Jones. Was he riding in the road or his own his own lawn? No, riding on the road. He, okay. he had gotten a DUI and lost his license, and he tried to end around it by... Driving his his tractor okay. to the liquor store. Totally get that. Yeah. yeah. As a yeah. guy, if you're a guy riding on a Roddy lawnmower, you're drinking a beer in the summertime. Can you? Is that? Well, is if that it's, okay? If it's on your property, no, I want to say no. Okay. But if as soon as you hit like a sidewalk or a street, yes. Okay. I crossed I crossed the sidewalk to get to the other area. Grass. Cops pinch me there. Yeah. I mean, will they probably not? But yeah, man. I mean. If like if you decide that you're a little tipsy and you're gonna drive your tractor over to your buddy's place yeah. to uh, you know to cut his lawn, they can nab you on the way. How about a skateboard, roller skates? Oh, I think it's hey. gotta be motorized. Okay, but then uh, again, okay, think- no. But then again, I had a buddy on a bicycle get a DUI. Okay, now we're talking. But I think he was underage, yeah. so that may have had something to do with it. Too. I have a clip here of a woman in an airport. Who's intoxicated? <laughs> Cop is talking to her. I don't she- know if I've ever been sober in an airport. I am because I'm scared of death to fly. In the event, I want to make that's sure I'm, why I'm drunk. Case I have to land the plane. You uh, know? So yeah, that's why I'm, I'm just going to get just a blacked out drunk. So if I do go down, I'm just, you know what? I'm passed out. I don't know. I don't remember anything. So here's a cop uh, confronting a woman. Now, I bring up the, mo- the uh, motorized Dewey thing because she has a motorized suitcase, which I haven't seen one of the. I guess you sit I guess on it and it's like a motorized cooler. Like we see those at tailgate parties. So and I, I get- heard that story, too. Where you tailgate at an Eagles game and guys are doing loop-de-loops on a motorized cooler. Yeah, it's a cooler. And cops have yeah. nailed them and said, dude, you can't do that. You, you get hit by a car. Yeah, technically you have beer in your car because your car is a cooler that holds beer. <laughs> and you're probably really drunk. So, yeah, here's the clip. I, the guy's being super nice until she tells him to sucker D. Here it is. 
Yeah, unfortunately, it's, it's their policy. You just can't be that intoxicated when you fly in a plane, okay? I'm not that intoxicated. We need you to go to the terminal, Suck my Suck my Oh, I can suck my Okay, Chelsea. Just just go to the terminal. Oh, man, that thing kind of goes fast. I think I'm faster, but... I'm going to have a, a bike pursuing a suitcase in a minute. It's going to be crazy. <laughs> totally normal, right? Good sport about it. Good cop. <laughs> Did you hear me? He goes, he goes, soon it's going to be a bike pursuing a suitcase. <laughs> it goes fast. Minutes. I go faster. Totally fine. I'll, I'll tell you, I growing up, we had a guy across the street who uh, lost the use of his legs, Mr. Watkins. Real nice guy. He drove, and he had one of those rascals, and at the top of our block was our bank. He would take his rascal to the bank, and they would yell at him because he'd take it through the drive-thru. Technically, he is. Hey, listen, I mean, the guy's be like Mr. Yeah. Watkins. He, he can't on like, the little rascal. Like yeah. he can't use the drive-through. Yeah, yeah. But he's like, "What do you want me to do? Can't use my legs." I guess this guy could easily have brought her down for a dewy. Good cop, fun cop. But I get, at that point, too, you just roll your eyes. I don't know. The girls on a motorized suitcase. Just get just, on a plane, yeah, man. Yeah, just throw it. You know what? Let the stewardess kick her off the plane. Yeah, because usually, I mean, in another situation, if it wasn't that funny, uh, you tell a cop to su suck your D. You're um, done. Yeah, you're done. Oh, <laughs> you're, yeah. You're, you're, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're done. Knee to the neck. Uh, we say this until she runs into the back of the heels of somebody walking in the airport. Now she hit them. It's now a hit and run. It could have gotten messy. Uh, I mean, I doubt they even let her on a plane. <laughs> you know, because you got to watch out for that now, too. That was never a thing, man. You could get on a plane blacked out drunk. Never, ever was it an issue. But now, between COVID and post 9 11, dude, they watch out for you. And if you smell a booze, They'll flag you and be like, yay, too drunk, get off the plane. And is that lady capable of putting that in the overhead compartment? It's got a motor on it. <laughs> she's she's driving it right onto the plane through the cockpit. Everybody, thanks for your calls today. They're always welcomed on the show. Glad when you're all a part of it. Stay there. Let's kick off that rock block. It is 100.7 ZXL, South Jersey's rock station, ZXL Morning Show. When you're smiling. When you're smiling. When you're smiling. When you're smiling. I'm over. Smiles with you. Smiles and when you're laughing, when you're laughing oh, you're laughing, oh, you're laughing. Mm, when the sun comes shining through, shining through. when you're crying, when you're you bring on the rain, on stop the your shine, won't you be happy again, happy again. when you're smiling, keep on smiling, and the world will smile. Uh, rocking out, man. I know. You guys are awesome. I love looking at you guys on my way to work. She was like, yeah, yeah, warm it up, Chip. And I'm like, I'm about to. Yeah, we're rocking. Hey, thank you. You guys are the best. How you doing? Yo, keep me laughing, man. You guys are great. Good morning. You guys are still there, huh? There you go, Oh, God. Is it my radio, or are you only broadcasting in mono? Joe Biden! This is the radio. That's a DJ. No, I better. Like, if you yeah. were on it, I would listen to it. Thanks, yeah. man. Getting up in the morning doesn't suck anymore. Today's show was brought to you by the letters W, T, and F. JoJo and Scotty. End of discussion!